A diamond has long been a symbol of commitment, love, and trust. Isn't it time the diamond industry showed us the same values behind the scenes? Clean Origin is leading the engagement ring industry toward a brighter future, designing elegant lab-grown diamond fine jewelry that never compromises our values. A brand that doesn't just talk the talk, but one that was founded to make a difference, to offer a more environmentally friendly, conflict-free, and price-accessible choice without any compromises on quality. Lab diamonds are grown in a lab using cutting-edge technology that replicates the process of natural diamonds. A lab-grown diamond is chemically, physically, and visually identical to a mined diamond without the adverse effects of traditional diamond mining. And for a price of up to 10 times less, we don't know why you'd choose anything else. You know, I'm a Sag. I'm always going to say bigger is better. And with these prices, three carats is the new one carat, baby. Go big. Honestly, five carats is the new three carats if you really want to go there. You all know that we know a thing or two about engagement rings. And these clean origin rings are simply stunning, classic designs, and for a fraction of the price. From the color of your metal to the center stone and setting, you'll be able to customize every aspect of this very important lifetime piece of jewelry. Whether you're looking for an engagement ring or tennis bracelet or diamond stud earrings, Clean Origin has beautiful diamond jewelry that you'll be wearing forever. You can use code What's Your Sign for $100 off all orders over $1,000. That's $100 off all orders over $1,000. Go to cleanorigin.com and use our code What's Your Sign at checkout for $100 off of your order of $1,000 or more. Use our promo code What's Your Sign, all spelled out. Check out Clean Origin today. Welcome to What's Your Sign. I'm Julia Loken. I'm Stevie Anderson. And I'm the found AirPod of this <gasps> podcast. No, no. And I mean, yes. Don't get excited. Found okay. someone else's, not oh, mine. Whoa. What? Okay. Okay. Cool. Okay. Last night I'm working. It's slow. Someone calls on the phone. They've lost one AirPod. And I'm like, could not relate more. Let me help you as much as I possibly can. Where normally when someone's lost an object, I'm like, yeah, it's not in the lost and found. So uh, give us a call back if you're still looking. This woman, I was like, I was asking other people if they had seen it. No one had seen it. I don't know what got into me, but I said, call back at 11.15 p.m. We'll be doing last call. And if someone turns it in, maybe we'll have found it and just like ask to speak to me and I'll I'll see if we have it. I swear 11.15 p.m. almost on the dot rolls around and my security guard comes over and goes, I found the AirPod you were looking for. 
Now, did the woman call back? No, she did not. Do I have her AirPod and not mine? Yes. I don't is know what kind of is it. Side? I know. I was like, is it the ear? It's the same side. It's a different. Uh, uh, it's not. It's not a pro. Oh, not a pro. Okay. But and I wouldn't take it, even if so. I don't even know if you could link them up like that. And I don't want whatever's in her ears. But <laughs> I do think that there's some sort of karmic energy happening, where if I bring her to my home, she could find mine or something. Oh, right. Ooh. Anyway, I know I said I'd given up looking, but then that but no, that's a sign. And to I keep was going. like, what is going on? I think I think it is also, you know. I love this. I do think that you're on the right. You're going to find it. It is <laughs> like for It'll sure. Come. Yeah. I'm like, this is just to me confirmation that, you know, this is what I'm talking about being tapped in. Not that we're like, uh, you know, whatever, but it's just like, there's so many, there, there've been so many things like that of just like someone says it and then the song comes on, they say it. And then we see the person, all of this of just like, you know, I think you gotta be maybe even not to, uh, to victim blame here, but I think you need to like ask and say, like, I want to find my, just experiment with saying, I'm going to find my air, AirPod, my missing AirPod on this day, you know, whatever with this, of like this yeah. Of like the specificity of saying call back at 1115, I love you that. know, like, well, that that's was the when, last, that's the last call for me answering the phone, but, well, yeah. <laughs> but that's, but that's what I mean, where I'm like, you know, on this date, even yeah. giving, giving yourself a last yeah. call for the AirPod and seeing I think if that's it turns a good up. idea. Actually, I have something in mind. Mercury yeah. retrograde related. See? We'll get back. We'll get back. Yeah, for, for the date you want to call. Yep. Well, okay. I'm gonna. You know what I'm gonna do is I'm going to order a new pair on a yes. certain day. Yes. And so if it's not found by then, it's found in in my bank account. Yes. I think that's. I think that's the way. No, there's some, there is some tapping in. Maybe it is still the Pisces energy of foot and the fact that we've all are traumatized and brain damaged from, from <laughs> uh, the lives we're living. But like me and Pablo are crossing into each other's dreams lately. Ooh, I love it. Never have we ever, but we wake up and I'm like, I was in New York city. He's like, I was in New York city. Not always the same dream, but usually the same setting which is, wow. I mean, come on. I've never in my, never in my life. And then of course That's... I'm like, and you cheated on me. And he's like, <laughs> I am always cheating on you. And I'm like, I know. What does it mean? Like, what is the insecurity with me there? But I get less mad now when I wake up, I usually do wake up mad if someone has slighted me in a dream, but now I get over it. Cause it's not real. And it's just something inside of me, but yeah, yeah. we've been meeting up in the metaverse in the other world. Ooh. In the other world and some that. other, sh- I, I, but what you're saying too, of like, so- like thinking of a song and it comes on or like, I've been meeting random friends of friends. Just, that's definitely like acquaintance season, spring, sp- spring into summer. And just people who are like, you know, I've never met anyone with my birthday. And it's like, when's your birthday? May 2nd. I'm like, I'm May 2nd. like, you mm-hmm. know, just like, just very declare, but this declaring thing, I think, okay. The statement, the declaring yeah. It is like this almost reverse man of, I guess it's manifest. It's kind of, man. it's, it's that sort of like, wow, wouldn't that be weird if I met someone with my exact birthday or wow, wouldn't it be weird if someone had my air pump? <laughs> like, and it's like, wow, isn't it weird that we dreamed we were in New York or I don't, it's very connected uh, coincidentally. I think there's also something about the 
Gemini-ness of just saying it out loud, either asking something or saying the statement so someone else can hear it and you can get information back or something, whether that's either partnering with the universe or saying, even the person saying, I've never met anyone else with my birthday leaves an opening for someone to go, well, when's your birthday? And then either you have that birthday or someone else would go, oh, well, that's my friend. That's so-and-so's birthday. That's interesting. I know so many people, either way, it like opens up some sort of portal, but none of it happens if, if nothing, if the communication stays in our minds. I had a tarot reader, an old one who was one of my very favorites, who's a Taurus. And he was always telling me that I didn't, I was asking for stuff and that my guides didn't know when I wanted it. So he'd be like, you need to say now all the time when you're doing that work. And maybe that's, you know, good or bad, depending on what you're asking for. You know, sometimes you're not ready for thing you desperately desire um but it 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 does make you think when you're doing that kind of work like do I want this now or do I need it like in six months when I'm ready for you know when I'm ready to buy a car do I need an extra grand when you know when I'm like when I'm ready to do a hot five on late night or you know whatever the thing is that you're asking for like I think it, it, like, it gave me a little pause just because I think Tauruses are so, like, calendar focused and time sensitive. And, like, we were talking about, I think it was at my birthday or maybe just on here of, like, being on time, but, like, Taurus is on time for, like, whenever they want to show up for sure. But that means (laughs) if they want to show up on time, they're there on time. So, like, Mm -hmm. I think there is some sort of, like, planning and structure that happens naturally within me where I'm like oh yeah of course everyone's on my of course all my guides are on my cycle and it's like no like remind people yeah what I need from you now what I expect from you now that feels very much this Gemini into Taurus of saying something giving a deadline or saying this is this is what needs to be done here's the team that's gonna do it or like I don't know. Cause Gemini also is that mutable, you know, I'm just saying it, but Taurus is like, yeah. Okay. But who, how are we paying for it? How are we paying for it? How are we dividing up the check? We know this needs to get paid, but who, how? Want to know something freaky? Yeah. So, you know, we'll get into the exact stats, but you heard Gemini, Mercury, retrograde back into Taurus. We're at the degree right now as, as we record that we will return to when we're done with the Mercury retrograde. Hell yeah. I looked and I was like, so what date was that exactly that? Cause maybe it'll be themes of that week or themes of that time that repeat or, you know, like that little preview. And I'm like, oh, it's, it's right now. It's actually currently right now. And I thought that was kind of, I just thought that was kind of cool. Hell yeah. That is cool. If you're wondering when right now is, it's April 26th in the evening around six mm-hmm. o'clock. Mm-hmm. Um, just in case you're looking back to see like, oh, what was I feeling at that time or on that day? 
at what 26 degrees 26 Taurus, degrees Mercury. of Taurus let's go out let, on the 26 and all yeah. on the 26 I know I thought that mm-hmm. on the 26th um we are in officially in the shadow phase uh now we've I feel like we've been starting to feel it too I also think we've been feeling it because the sun is getting closer to Uranus too so I mean it's hard to tell and we have so much Neptune stuff going on um so much Pisces energy uh that I think it's been a little blurry for a minute uh but we are officially in the shadow period Mercury will station retrograde at four degrees of Gemini and 51 minutes on May 10th at least here in Los Angeles um I have the chart pulled up for that it will be at 4 47 a.m again that's here in Los Angeles on Pacific Standard time, Mercury will station direct, as Stevie mentioned, at 26 degrees of Taurus on June 3rd, and our uh, post sh- post retrograde shadow will end on uh, June around June 17th when Mercury gets back to four degrees and 51 minutes of Gemini. I think it's important to note too that when we have a Mercury retrograde that's happening in two signs. That means that using whole sign houses, which most astrologers do to create horoscopes, means it will be transiting to houses. Um, it may not necessarily, I guess, if you're, you know, intercepted or you have some sort of wide uh, house there. But for the most part, it's going to be aspecting two areas of your life instead of just our normal, oh, it's really long in Libra this time or something. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, you know, that's that's an interesting thing to take a look at your chart and see kind of uh, what t- two areas. And like, I know when we did the houses episode, we kind of talked about how, you know, which houses lead into the next one and the same with um, our signs episode. So kind of remembering those things of like, oh, wow, yeah, I forgot like these two go together for or they're next to each other for a reason or they build on each other in a way um, might be enlightening. I know for me, I've been feeling a lot of my anxiety and stress in the physical body more than normal um or more than my normal I should say um and I even my massage lady was like what the hell's going on you know so and I think it's in my first house for a portion yeah it will be for a Mm -hmm. portion so you know that's that's there and that's that to me all 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 tied up in a bow for me I figured out my mercury retrograde hopefully like, oh, mm-hmm. I feel a little small moving planet of communication in your lower back. It's <laughs> very really... strange that shoulder. Mm-hmm. <laughs> His presence is known. Yeah, and I think too, I mean, Gemini, Mercury, that's its home turf, right? And it, it is rooted typically or related to anxiety, but then retrograding back into this earthy Taurus is kind of a nice, there, seem, there feels like, Yes, anxiety is real. Hello, anxiety suffer over here. But then also what you can control is also real. And I feel like those two, that Gemini Taurusness, I think can be a big reflection of that. Also too, with just even thinking of this sort of statement stuff of this season, you know, Jupiter is going to move into Aries on the same day we have Mercury retrograde, which feels like something, <laughs> which feels like there's definitely a vibe shift. Um, we're definitely on these. There was some pretty consistent aspects happening. We're getting a trying, um, I was like trying Pluto. to Pluto, not by 
not to start by, you know, uh, element, but by just by degree and then sextiling this Aries Jupiter, then, you know, about what May 14th ish, then the Mercury is going to, then Mercury is going to conjunct with the sun, then all this Pisces stuff moves in. So we're going to have this sextile. So uh, to me, it felt like this sort of peak and valley of this whole retrograde period felt very, um, like what you're saying of like, that anxiety, that like, what is my life? <laughs> like that kind of step out sort of thing that we can have when we're reflecting during retrograde periods. But then there do seem to be these very encouraging aspects towards the middle to the end that just seem a little more supportive. I mean, we are going to have it also conjunct with the North node and opposite the South node. There, is, there are things that feel very like, I don't know. I was just texting with some girlfriends how every day is so up and down. Like this year, I feel like some days I'm so hot. I feel good. I look good. Think my life is a movie. And the next day I'm like, what happened yesterday? <laughs> like I was on fire, but it's so day to day. At least that's how I've been experiencing it. And, and yeah, I don't know. Like we are in unstable times and things are not predictable. And I guess gas is now forever going to be above $5 because people decided that and that's where we're at. So there's a lot of things that are really unknown and uncertain, but also back to like what we, who we are and what we can do. And I think that's, I think there is this encouragement of our, of ourselves and of our personhood and of our ideas and, and that we're not just, you know, cogs in a machine We're we're humans who are very precious and, and have add our own flavor to society and earth. So, uh, yeah, I think we'll all be feeling maybe like some of that disruption um but hopefully uh, this is like corny but hopefully there'll be lessons learned um as they tend to do with mercury absolutely do you relate to this either of you i feel like and speaking of like mercury and anxiety i feel like my coffee line is like i don't know where it is these days where like some days i'm like I didn't have enough and then I'll have more the next day and I'll be like ah way too much way too much like you're freaking out you gotta have something to eat or like turn like do a cartwheel or something but I just like I can't figure out what it is it doesn't matter how much caffeine I get always feels like the wrong amount yes I mine for me is not so much caffeine but I uh, mine has been water I have not been drinking enough water and i get to a thing and I go like, Oh no. And that's like unusual for me because I'm militant about drinking water. And I'm always like, I don't understand whenever someone says like, Oh, I'm not drinking enough water. I'm always like, I don't get it. You just drink it. It's a, it's a non-negotiable, whatever. I've literally like talked about this in therapy, (laughs) but it's like, I'm like, Oh, I'm not drinking enough water. And it's, I don't get the same like spike necessarily, but it's like a low where I'm like, Am I sick? And then I'm like, no, you just haven't had any water today. Mm, and it's, it's hot. hot out. And wor- that does it too. Yeah. It's getting hot. I'm lifting. I do very like physical work several days a week and not taking those things into consideration where it's just like, um, but I, it, to me, it feels very like we're getting before at another point in time, I think I would get that data and I would use it and I would make some make up some story about myself, about either how I'm a loser who can't take care of herself and I'm never going to get anything that I want or whatever. Or I would go like, oh, this job is sucking me dry, blah, blah, blah. And now I think it's more data driven and going like, no, you just literally need to drink more water to account 
for the change in temperature. And it kind of, it's that Taurus, I don't know. It feels like it stops the, the stops you from spinning too far out. But I think that only comes with the awareness of what's going on astrologically or, and age and all of those things too. But yes. Yeah, no, coffee has been actually a point of contention and a rampant discussion uh, for like pretty much everyone in my life. Also water is in this category because the peas and carrots not drink. I've not been drinking. I've just like, I keep doing this thing where I look up and it's noon and I've done no food, no yeah. drink, not also just nothing. Not, don't tell anyone that works. Nothing like I just I I this may, again, I'll blame the Pisces Jupiter ness of it all because, yeah, I'm just I'm just seeing the day go. And that's really more the culprit than the beverages, because then I'm drinking 1158 a.m. coffee, which is not my not yeah. my ideal. Now, look, don't get me wrong. I'm getting my athletic greens in for some reason. First thing at 8 a.m. But that's like the only thing I'm. And then because I do that one thing, I forget the other also crucial, important things. But I have and this was this was my struggle. I was like, I love a, I can only drink iced coffee. Hot coffee makes me a little too nauseous. Maybe if it's like a nice latte or cappuccino made by an artisanal person. But I'm usually making my own cold brews. And I just started buying the like big old jug things Love now. It. Mm-hmm. And my life's better. It's like, that's all I have to say. Yeah. Like my life is better. I am happier. I look at myself and think this is why the Amazon rainforest is crumbly and this like, but then I, then I remember the infographics that are shared by all the amazing people that are like, no, it's corporation. Like drink your fucking iced coffee. Stop crying. Like, so I've just made this switch. I've been also just doing my days are so accounted for. Hence, I think that zoning out and dissociating where now I've I've chosen a new treat, which is getting I'll, and I'll name drop brand and the nice big Elkalome, big carafe vessel of uh, iced coffee. And it's. I, it's really made my day now. I would like to start drinking that earlier, but that hasn't really hit yet. But no coffee. The coffee line has been a real struggle. I make I'll, it's made, but I don't necessarily drink the cup until I will still have that morning getaway. Like you're saying where I've made coffee right away. It's like part of my, while I'm making the athletic greens <laughs> where I'm like, start the coffee, make the greens. So then coffee's done after my athletic greens. Well, I'm also, I did some, the, sorry, not an ad, but oh. I did some research that was like, you're not supposed to drink caffeine to like 30 minutes, ideally. 30 minutes after the AG. So that's, I think I just need to skip that step and start drinking them concurrently or right. Putting after. it off. Yeah. I and keep putting it off to the point where I forget. Yes. Or something else comes up. Cause that's what happens in yeah. the morning. And then that, that something comes up and then you're like, this will take 10 minutes and it takes an hour. And then you're like, fuck my coffee's cold or the ice is melted. And now I'm just whatever. What is the most cursed time of the day? Go. <laughs> <laughs> don't ask me i'm like 3 30 to 5 30 a.m uh oh okay oh yeah if you're awake at that time i think there's nothing good to be up to i mean potentially you work a graveyard or potentially you're like doing morning pages but uh, if you're up at that time for the most part it's like bad news i would say yeah, unless you're a dolly Parton, nothing you're not doing anything good at that time 
but even that I was just thinking, I was like, that's like what time Mark Wahlberg gets up to like exercise too. But yeah, that also, I was, too. Exactly. <laughs> I was like, there it is. <laughs> we got to it. We got it. That's also like the, the witching hour, you know, that like whole thing. Yeah. So mm. then maybe I'm really reading into that. Yeah. No, but it is. I think that it is an hour that you are. I've been thinking about this with the internet, which is a thing that I'm constantly evaluating and trying to alter my relationship with. Um, but I think that that hour is one that you are not meant to be up at at all times or like every day. That's not an everyday time. That's like a, it makes me think of like competitions or flights or yeah. something like that kind of thing where it's like, you only get up because you're about to do something that's asking you to uh, mm. be up at an hour that you're not normally. And so you're not supposed to like see the, I don't know. I also think that I answered the question in what was not asked, which I think what you were asking is what's your most cursed hour of the day, which is more like <laughs> when you're awake, what is the worst time? Um, but yeah, I, I, think- I mean, I, that, that checked out though. 9am creeps me out. I don't know what it is. I love everything before that. Like the hours between seven and 9am, I think are really nice and really quiet and magical. And then something about nine is chaotic. I think it's because everyone's supposed to be doing something clocking by in then. right now. Yep. Right. Yeah. There's something a very group like we're going now it's now we've begun or, and I'm still like getting my coffee. I don't There's something it's too much energy all at once. And then two is just a little sad for me. And I don't, Ooh. and Nine and two, not my, not my times. Those I can are make them coffee work, but... times now, you know, change them <laughs> up or yeah. water break or, you know, something. Yeah, maybe you, I'll do something can, nice there. You can make it your, you know, special mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. That's a good point about the night. This just made me think of like, maybe not planetary hours, but that kind of thing. I don't know if yeah, I are, have... is there are hours just ruled aside from the day because you know it's what we know we did a whole episode about the Chaldean calendar each one is but is there just like generally the hour of 9 a.m is blah I don't know I think there are I, I don't think, think it's probably so, but... both it's always rotating yeah I think. I think it's I think it's always rotating well, but just thinking of that being like a that's like the packed time so not having that be the like start because sometimes if I, i'll be like you know what i'm just gonna i'm gonna sleep until nine or whatever and i'm like i'm never happy when i do it like it's too uh because you wake up to a bunch of messages or whatever like that's like when you don't when yeah. you just wake up and go right to your phone to be working which i'm usually good at not doing but have been not good at lately and it's been it's made me so cranky and now i'm like oh that's why well i think with if we're going to try to think of the thing, it's numerology, it would be that Sagittarius number. And that's that, like, here's your bow and arrow for the whole day. Like, mm-hmm. where's the day going? Let's, let's get a, like, let's get a mark that we're going to shoot at for today. And that feels overwhelming for sure. Especially when people are like, so what's on your docket or, you know, all that, those kind of questions. Uh... Are like, oh, I don't know. It's just going to try to make it through the day if I could. Yes. <laughs> yeah. What the fuck's a docket? <laughs> well, all of that, though, I think is like the I don't remember who said it when, but just how oh, Stevie was saying how every day is kind of up and down and all of that. And 
lately this year, 2022 has felt very hot and cold to me and which has been filled with great joy and also great dread and sadness, but I never know what I'm going to get. Well, it's that. And then I think what you said to Lisa about saying you start a task that's like five minutes and then it ends up taking an hour. I think that that does feel very much like this retrograde period to me, but it's like doing what you have time for when you're doing it. And I feel like this is a theme that's come up for us in a lot of discussions recently about going like, if it takes five minutes, just do it now because you're not going to want to do it later and it's still going to have to get done. But also thinking about this being a lesson kind of in, um, in staying for being forced to be in the present and going like, I would love to put this off, but I, I can't or whatever. And things take as long as they take. And is that actually a problem? Sometimes absolutely a problem. And other times it's like, well, did I have something like, am I just frustrated at this taking longer than I want it to? Or do I actually have someplace I have to be that this is keeping me from? And if it isn't the latter, then I think the kind of invitation of this Mercury retrograde is to go, well, actually, what if there's nothing wrong and I'm getting another thing done, even though it maybe isn't the thing that I was thinking I was going to get done, I'm still getting something done right now. And all I have to do is focus on the task at hand. I think too, there is something to like, uh, looking for something you're never going to find in those tasks where you're like, cause I know I do it all the time. Like when I go back over my writing or stuff, I have to submit for work. I'll be like, Oh, I know there's something better here. I, I know I can tweak this somehow. And it's like, either you can't or you need to get away from it for a second too. There's there's it's like right now you're not able to pull that out clearly you've been staring at it for 30 minutes go on a walk go make a glass of water or coffee or whatever your thing is eat something give yourself a break come back to it and if not put it down like you have other shit to get done it's a whole day you know yeah I think that's the nice reminder too with with Gemini and with Taurus is fun and pleasure. And I think obviously Mercury retrograde, especially Gemini with tech, you know, be careful of sending the wrong text to the wrong person and, you know, updates from hell. You know, we all know that tech companies love to test out the bugs and updates during Mercury retrograde because they use astrology folks. But going to that restorative stuff of mercury retrograde doing those things with with community or your friends or that brainstorm sort of time i think can be really ripe and then two maybe those ways of working or ways of creating or ways of just even socializing that maybe be might be fun to go back to right like oh my god we used to you know i all these karaoke i love it like Oh, I've carried so much. I could never do it anymore. But it's like, well, maybe there is a new spot of town, like a new place in town or a place with different songs or like something that's like same but different or like a return to ritual. But it doesn't have to be the exact same way. I think that's the inventiveness of Gemini, but also honoring like what does Taurus actually really want and really want to do. And I I don't know, maybe it's because it is in its home turf and we've just experienced all this Taurusness and uh, everything is upside down in a sense that there could be some interesting clarity or, or breakthrough sort of stuff, especially I think again, with Jupiter Aries there, which mm-hmm. is so a different vibe than the murky Pisces. Even though when we're on, we're going to have that sextile to what is it? That Pisces Mars. So like, it's not 
fully out of it, but I think, a you know, big ass Jupiter is out of it now. And, um, yeah, I think going back to what we want in that very airy sense of what is really feeding us, what can bring us some fun and pleasure or, or even just like motivation, right. Or like, just like inspiration, those sorts of things. It's so hard, especially since we've all been probably on our computers more than ever before within these last few years. So maybe something that is more physical and more engaging and, um, yeah, just a little more alive. Well, it's making me think of, um, two things. One, it gives me big kind of like, I hate using this analogy, but it's the only thing I could think of was like first startup energy of it being like, we're building, we're, this is the, we're starting the company ourselves kind of thing. And it's that like Jupiter and Aries being like, I came up with the idea and then Gemini going like, okay, well, we want to, we want to do this. And then Taurus again, with this idea of going like, okay, but we're put that in a calendar. We need a schedule for this. We need a whatever, but it, so it's a lot of back and forth and a lot of kind of trial and error sort of things, but it does feel like it's all of this stuff with those trines to Pluto. It does feel like it is, it has the potential to be building things to be transforming things. But you talking about going back to IRL makes me think of the news that we just got, which also feels mercurial to me, um, of Elon Musk allegedly buying Twitter. And I wonder if that's a thing that might, we might see that deal that was announced in this Neptune shadow stuff. But I wonder if that's going to be a thing that somehow is not going to come to pass for whatever reason, or is just going to be a thing where people go like, I kind of want to take a break from the internet right now. I am kind like, I, this kind of feels like peak. Um, like, I don't know. I can't think of a movie reference for like what that is, but I've heard a lot of people be like, mm, I don't know. I, like, let's talk. Let's not communicate here where everybody's going to have every like piece of information, or this is now about to become a place where it's going to be so unregulated and so unfiltered that it's no longer a place where we're going to want to like, what's the new place that we're going to go. And it does feel like real life. (laughs) Look, it did make Jamila Jamil quit Twitter, which is a net positive. If if anything could come your fan, whatever. And also, (laughs) you know, we, as you know, we are recording this April 26th. So many things could have changed. And how many people, Someone tweeted, and yes, I use Twitter. Someone tweeted, this is very, you know, people saying I'm leaving Twitter feels I'm very moving to Canada in 2016, Mm -hmm. which is like, right, we don't like this. I don't know. I'm now I'm looking at Elon's chart. I I haven't like really ever dug in or cared too much about Elon Musk just because, I mean, I'm, I don't know. No, but he is a 29 degree Gemini rising which I'm intrigued by. He does have his midheaven up here in Aries. So I don't know. Maybe this is going to go. Maybe this will really be a full steam ahead sort of thing. But also, I don't fucking know. It's Twitter. It's Twitter's weird. We all know. Like, it's the weirdest yeah. platform. But also, I think it's niche niches are so different than a lot of the other platforms out there with that you can see pornographic and Im- images and you are like, crypto trading or whatever. I, so I, I think there's going to be a lot of people that leave, but the people who really like that are going to really go in. So I think the audience will, those who will stay, will stay. And those who will dip will dip. I think that the main thing to know is that there will be changes in tech and communication 
and you know whether that's character count changing or hashtags or maybe nothing at all changes editing tweets can you imagine maybe nothing changes but the way people use twitter what they use it for but i think when we see something like this happen it just indicates that there's a change you know it's the same when somebody buys a restaurant that you used to go to they don't always have the same menu or they don't have the same chefs or the same staff that you're used to it doesn't mean that you stop eating there i mean maybe sometimes but it it just means that like oh expect things to change maybe good maybe bad and um probably we kind of know probably which way we feel about it but who knows we haven't seen it yet yeah oh this is what um because my genius fiance, because I, I, I like I like to tap his brain on these sorts of things when I, whenever there's like knee jerk news, I'm always like, what do you think about it? Because like he always has a take that I don't expect because I was like, this isn't a big deal. Rich people own shit all the time. He's like, this is a big deal. And I was like, well, why is it a big deal? He's like, well, when Jeff Bezos bought Washington Post, it really changed how we knew. So this is basically the equivalent of a billionaire buying his own newspaper. And I was like, oh, OK, like that's an interesting mm-hmm. way to frame it and put it. So totally. The answer is yes, totally. But also Elon Musk, I could also see him getting bored. I don't know. Like maybe it's the Gemini-ness too of like the headline of buying Twitter is amazing. And then let's see where that actually, what steam and where that goes after that. There's also like legal stuff that he's going to have to deal. There's going to be ink and paper and all kinds of stuff mm-hmm. we don't know what you know something can turn into what you know it, it, not to say that money can't buy everything but it it who knows what we're willing to i think it can i'm no, that's what i'm now. saying no it <laughs> can but it's just like how about you know what it costs yeah. to do this with it how about what it costs mm-hmm. to do that or this or do i want to be responsible for that or this or will my team advise that or this it's that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. We'll see what it becomes. Mm-hmm. Well, and I was like, money can't buy uh, mer- stationing Mercury Direct or whatever <laughs> is not doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't absolve you of the the laws of the universe or whatever, too. So it's also like, yeah, I don't care who you are signing signing a contract or whatever during this time might be a little there might be challenges or upheavals or whatever. So I think it's like. Mm-hmm. And not to, I don't mean that for, I mean that for Elon Musk, not for, I don't mean to sound threatening for everyone else that has to still deal with their regular lives and, and do those things. That's something that of course always comes up whenever we have these conversations and a reminder to just be aware, be aware that stress might be high. You might be dealing with something else. And so you might not read something as carefully as you normally do. It's not like you're going to sign a contract and Mercury himself will smite you. It's not like that. It's just a reminder that you know, if you're doing five things at once, take a break when it's something important. If you're signing, if it has long reaching consequences, approach it with the, as much care and thought as you can, knowing that we are dealing with a lot right now. It does not mean that we stop our lives. It does not mean that everything that happens during this time is doomed and will be awful. And that every day is going to be a waking nightmare. Mercury retrogrades are also super creative, fruitful, wonderful, uh, you know, life affirming times, just like any transit too. So I think it's just, it's more interesting to note. And I think that this is again, kind of like the, the lesson of this one too, is just that it's like, there are 
we're going to go into Gemini and we're going to retrograde back into Taurus where it's like, yeah, that's a great idea. How are you going to do it? What does that mean? What does that actually look like? What is that on paper? Can't is maybe how much does it cost? Yeah. How much does it cost? Maybe it is truly in name only and not in any kind of content regulation uh, capacity or something like that too. We don't know, but again, it's all, it's just to be aware that things are shifting, that emotions are running high. This is also happening. You know, Mercury will not be officially, uh, retrograde, but we will have another, the, uh, full moon lunar eclipse during this time too. So we've got a lot of, you know, electric energy happening too. Uh, so just think again, things to be aware of and be uh, evaluating from that perspective, knowing that that's the kind of glasses that we have on right now. So think about that, you know, or the mirror, the message in the mirror that objects are closer. So if you're changing lanes, adjust accordingly. I think too, maybe with just the general state of the world and market volatility, I can't speak Mercury Gemini problems. I feel like I've seen a lot of chatter of folks even going like, what am I doing for work? And is, does that mean, I mean, I don't know, I'm not saying go out and change your career, but if it is a career that requires new training or education, might be a nice time to research it because everything takes longer than you think. And not everything is that quick overnight switch, um, you know, intention that declaring that thinking is part of the process and gathering information, talking to people about it. So I think that this is really good collecting time. So then when we go back into that tourist, we can maybe then implement a little more. Hell yeah. Yeah. I think it's going to be interesting. I mean, it all, it all, it always is, but I think it's going to be tough. And yet I think we will get through it. Oh, and I don't mean yes. tough, like, oh, tragic. <laughs> I just mean like, oh man, retrograde. I think there's something very, um, I looked at the Sabian symbols for, oh. for both the, um, the shadow degree, this 26, uh, of Taurus and then the degree of Gemini to four degrees and 50. Let me see. I'm sorry. I'm trying to speak from memory aside because there is that also starting on like the 20th, there is, we do start to get more a square from Saturn too. So there is, yeah, there is some checks and balances. I think that will be, we have Pluto and Saturn again in the mix. It's negotiations and discussions and talks. Again, it's like when we're founding, when you are founding a company, when you are making a new thing, when you are creating something, you have to have these thoughts and you have to come up against, I think even thinking of it like, like a deal where it's like, I want to buy Twitter. Okay. Well, what is that? What does that actually entail? That to me is the very much like, I'm going to ask, can I do this? No, but you can do blah, blah, blah. Okay. Well, can I do this? no, you legally can't do this. Okay, well, let's do blah, 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 blah. And then having kind of a Saturn thing of people going like, we hate that. Or, you know, like how, now we get uh, crowdsourced opinion or whatever too. Uh, the Sabian symbol for the shadow period is uh, an old indigenous woman selling beads. And the the uh, tagline, <laughs> I, I I'm sometimes disgusted with how much not regular words I know, only entertainment industry <laughs> related. Follow up. Jargon. Yeah. Uh, the subheading of this is, you know, calm wisdom that grows with age. Uh, as youth fades, we become less assertive of self and more willing to adapt to collective ways and needs. Um, 
but I, that what that made me think of is kind of remembering that we have been here before, even if the details are changing, we've been in Mercury retrogrades before and let's, let's try to let cooler heads prevail and let things unfold before we go. This is the worst thing ever. And do our, I'm moving to Canada because guess what? I bet you there's going to be a Twitter upset in Canada too. Not the same thing, but like wherever you go, there you are. If we aren't learning how to sit through difficulties and watch things unfold and find out the information, ask questions and do that, then you aren't learning anything and you can't take that with you every, anywhere we are going. And this, uh, retrograde ends at, uh, for Gemini, which is, uh, accessing primitive wisdom. Uh, the, the phrasing of this I liked, which was clarity, explanations, rationality, and reasonableness of egocentered justifications are the con commence of civilized society and adult norms of acceptable attitudes. Yet beneath the surface, we long for something we know is lost or forgotten, something more real, closer to nature, mysteries of pagan wisdom. Even though these, they say, sorry, again, this is not me. This is from James Burgess. So take with a grain of salt. Uh, all of this being like awakening old memories of, of simpler times of more primal kind of connections. Uh, this is the, the Sabian symbol itself is holly and mistletoe, which is meant to remind us of, of old Christmas memories. And so I like this as being like a thing where it's like, we're letting, let something be old instead of approaching it as this has never happened before. And we have no way to deal with this. It's like, we do, we've been dealing with disinformation, misinformation, all like, mix-ups, stuff, upsets, whatever. We've been dealing with some of the most horrendous and heinous upsets we've all had in our lifetime the past two years. I think we can handle Mercury retrograde where something our day kind of doesn't go the way we want it to because at the end of, this is a three-week period with with some cushion. Not Again, not to say it's going to be fun. I hope everyone's mercury retrograde is as smooth and wonderful as possible but let us let us be reminded of that which kind of like uh i don't know holds us up and and that we go to whenever we are dealing with a stressful situation because this is probably not unlike other situations so let's use that wisdom let's be let's remember that we've been here before and we know what to do and we're going to be okay that one's right now that's our no this is our our retrograde station degree oh so that's that's after the shadow is yes, right now right now so i was gonna say i'm doing um i've been doing following my dog like i'm like i instead of letting him follow me around i i'm like what's he up to i'm gonna yes. do what he does or like on a walk i'll be like see where he kind of leans toward and go where he wants to go but that's a tool you could use if you're you know, in that, uh, retrograde station degree. Yes. I love it. Cool. Well, well, another one in the books. It's going to be, you guys are going to do great. And remember it's temporary. This is all temporary. Mm. Double check, triple check. You know what to do. You know what to do. I was going to try to make it sound like I was glitching out at the end, but I couldn't figure out how to do it. What's your sign? Please subscribe and rate in the comments below. We love All you. Right.
Let's get out of here. (laughs) Bye. Thanks for listening to What's Your Sign. Please subscribe, rate, and review on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. If you love this podcast, please support us. Check us out on Patreon at patreon.com slash what's your sign podcast. The link to support us is in the show notes. Follow us on Instagram at what's your sign podcast on Twitter at what's YR sign underscore pod and TikTok at what's your sign podcast for business opportunities, advertising or commission readings. Email us. What's your sign podcast at gmail.com. WIS is produced by Julia Loken, Stevie Anderson and Lisa Chanu. Artwork by Alexa Vicious and theme song by Honor Nezzo.